everyone, and welcome back to the Cinema Gems. And as always, I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and we're in a video store somewhere in your hometown. Yes, they still exist. And find us, guys. Let us know. And I am the Admirable Admiral, and of course, my co-host is the illustrious Bud Meister himself. Hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, that was a surprisingly not weird intro by the Admiral. I decided uh, to mix it up. Now I just play it cool for once. Are you trying to be like the hype man for Four Town or something? Because we're doing Turning Red. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Cinema Gems. We're another show that mostly talks about movies. Uh, and recently, not a lot else. Mostly movies because we've had a lot on like streaming services and stuff. And they've been pretty good. And we're doing Turning Red this week. Yeah. Let's go. March 11th released. 2022. I... Oh my god, I can't wait. I, I've been so excited to talk right, about I got something. IMDb. You got IMDb? Uh, I, I, I got MDBA. I got the, the Wikipedia. Wiki? Yes, that one. Uh. Alright, so before we start any further, okay? Alright, I'm letting you know right now. May May? Yes. Is, is, that's how Patron's anxiety is. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I... Part of why I love this movie so much is the main characters make a lot of people I know, a lot of women I know, a lot of non-binary folks I know. Oh, okay. Very feel very like understood and seen and acknowledged, and like even before we start going into the plot, what about like, the, the representation energy? in this movie is amazing. What about the goblin energy from Abby? That is fairy game. Mother. That's fairy game. Other one thousand. We all have a friend like that. It's fucking great. Um, Sorry, that's all I wanted to make sure was to get those two out of the way. Before we get into the plot of the movie, we have to talk about the uh, director and writers, mm -hmm. and then we have to talk about the music. That it's all written by women? Yeah. And Except also, for the music, it's all written by women. Yeah. It's directed and written by Domi Shi. It's an allegory for puberty. A hundred percent an allegory for puberty. And we'll get into this a little bit later, but some of the allegory is not so much allegory as much as just blatant representation of the truth and like hey you're dealing with menstrual crimes and shit all right here's all the shit you might need let me take care of you that's awesome that like very that that support and addressing of here's what it is seems awesome and i'm a guy i'm not even really equipped to talk about how awesome that is talk to your your female friends if you want to really find out how awesome that is to feel that validation and, and respect but then it goes even further with the allegory and when the allegory expands, it's no longer about the biological aspects of puberty. It's about the emotional and psychological aspects of puberty, which are you mean not... mean the scarring? Which are not gender-specific. Nope. Just like the uh, changing and your relationship with your parents changing and your parents putting a lot of resistance to that, resistance to that change is not gender-specific. It's relatable across the damn board. So props to Domi Shi and Julia Chu for apps... Uh, Julia Cho, I'm so sorry. Only a little dyslexic, I promise. Uh, for capturing that so perfectly in ways that are so damn relatable. Um, so uh, Domi Shi uh, took inspiration from four Japanese animes. Uh, Fruit Baskets, cool. Ramen Half, R-A-N-M-A... Ronman. Ronman half. Uh, Sailor Moon and Inhunasha. I can definitely see the Sailor Moon in there. 100% I can see the Sailor Moon in there. 
I can see the fruit baskets in I there too. I can see too. the anhinasha with yeah. the whole shard. Oh, absolutely, shards. and the and the borderline furry of it all. Oh, and also I like that. Just in general, wait, we'll discuss this when we get into the plot. But uh, so it takes place in two thousand two in Toronto. Oh, also, you know the two panda, the two red pandas that are outside of the sanctuary that you yes. know, the the Bart temple? and Lisa. Yes. Fucking ass. I, I, the first time Gladys and I watched the movie, we had to pause it and rewind it to make sure we heard what we thought we heard. Always listen with subtitles, bro. I do. It said it right there. I laughed at that. It did, and I had to rewind it. Like, wait, did we read that way? Did we, did we, we rewind? Did we, look, words are hard. Did we okay. read it right? Or is it like BTV, the local test, the local Where the station? the subtitles are just fucked. No, the subtitles, they go, I don't know about that. So honey, do you, you did not say that. You said T H T. What is, what is that? I understand. Is that is that? Are you texting right now? This is the eighteen hundreds. You're in the Wild West. Why are you saying that? For anyone who doesn't live in a region where your bunny ears get me TV, uh, that's just it's what is it? TV Land. It's it's no. it's TV for your grandma. Memorable Entertainment Television. There you go. It's it's your grandma's TV shows. It's hey. the Rifleman. It's hey. Star Trek original series. I put that it's on for Twilight the dogs. Zone. Well, I, every once in a while, if I literally cannot find anything on TV, I'll flip over to or on Netflix or YouTube or anything. I'll flip over to MeTV, and if I'm really lucky, it'll be Mash. Oh, I know the whole schedule. I'll tell you. Oh my god, you nerd! Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, yeah. So and then yeah. you got April Fools today because yesterday was April Fools. Hating it, no one are recording it now. <laughs> Yeah, would have recorded. See, the great thing about this is like we're no longer super consistent about when we when when we record. It's just like whenever we have a chance to and we're ready. All right, let's go. Let's do uh, it. Also, by the way, all I gotta say is because we're professional. Saturday afternoon, <laughs> Chef's Kiss to to podcasting. Chef's Kiss, perfect podcasting weather. Beautiful outside. We're like, you know what? Let's mic this shit up. Let's talk about it. I wanted to do a little bit earlier today, but it's an anomaly because I had off today because I had D&D last night. Anyway, we're not talking about We're not talking about D&D today. But hey, if you want me to start my own D&D podcast, just tell me. Can can you let me know when it's being recorded so I'm not there? (laughs) You dice dragon. You dice dragon. Little does he know that Muppets and Dragons will be audio recorded when we do the one shot. No, I'm not doing that. Oh, God. (laughs) I gotta stay in character the whole time. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, I do great. that enough here. Would, would y'all listen to that if I ran a one shot and had like the admiral and a bunch of cinemaniacs play along? Would y'all listen to that hold as on. a show? Hold on, hold on. Are you talking about like just if we did a full on Mabimban Adventure Zone thing? Uh, then we would have to be talking the entire. We'd have to have Amber go. Oh, that's a nice roll there. Oh, look at him go. Oh, Not necessarily. Oh, look at him. He rolled a two. Oh. You know what that means for him? He's going down. Am I the only crazy one who like narrates every dice roll and counts out loud? Like, yeah, let there be. Understand, there's going to be some gaps of like dead air when you're nope. mathing in your head, nope. but just accept that. You gotta have somebody to narrate the entire thing. I. You guys, you gotta do it. Look, we're not. <laughs> Welcome to Cinema Gen. <laughs> not yet a D and D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all I have to say is turning reds this week, but next week, next week we got it. We got to promote next week. Next week is a very special episode. Uh, taxes are due very soon. Oh, I already did mine. I'm okay. Um, I know you didn't do yours yet, right? Tomorrow, I'm, oh. I'm I'm doing mine tomorrow. But it's Sunday. 
I know. Oh, okay. Oh, now they definitely know it or record it. Yeah. Wait, oh. Why did you even... Never mind. <laughs> I already did mine. Me and Patron already did hers. Why are we... What else is next week? <laughs> is going to be a special 45th anniversary of my favorite Steven Spielberg movie because it is my birthday week and yes. we'll have a special guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Okay, cool. Wow. You, you very excited wow you really went there you're like oh i blanked look you've been talking about a few different special guests recently and i don't write any of this down so it all just kind of blurs together and that's why you lose the trivia showdown every time that's why you lose i live cinnamon the the jennifer turning in my red. brain turning red okay cool let's go <laughs> all right tesla's over there giving his paw the circle let me say good night dead tom oh Good night, Dead Tom. <laughs> and if you're listening to us any other time, good morning, good afternoon, and good luck. Have a wonderful day, Dead Tom. So, Maylin Lee is uh, a 13 year old. May May. is a 13 year old Chinese Canadian girl living with her family in Toronto. She does. She works at her family's temple dedicated to their ancestor, Sun Yi. Um, and she has a. Tomagachi and three awesome friends. Uh, and she also has a. Uh, oh gosh, I can't think of the the name. I can't, you, a routine. Can I have a routine. She has a routine down to the fucking T. Oh yeah. Straight up, just like gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this. Yeah, she is very much on point. Yep. Uh, she's very Type A, uh, but she's also uh, she's her brain is changing. Chemicals are are starting to happen in her brain, and, and she starts to notice the guy um, in the uh... Four Town, which is five people, but oh, Four no. Town. No, I meant, I meant the guy in the um, in the supermarket, the little, the little one, the little market. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, is it Jeremy? I don't know. Devin, 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 Devin. Um, I've talked to a few different people, and this scene was very borderline traumatizing for them because I know. A few people, actually, uh, personally, who their parents have, like, spied on their phone records of their cell phones enough that in high school their parents, like, found out that they called someone during what is usually school time and, like, went to that person's parents and were like, yo, why are you talking to my child? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. So, this is not far off from the truth, from reality. For a lot of people our age, with very overbearing helicopter parents. Helicopter parents, man. Which I think is thing number one that turns a lot of people off to this movie. Is a lot of people are are, are not ready to acknowledge that their parenting uh, behaviors and habits, um, a lot of them they probably got from their parents, uh, are more toxic than they'd care to admit. Just like... And, hey, the first step to solving a problem is admitting there is one. So, look, let this be a learning experience instead of yelling at your kids for trying to show you an honest movie. Um, But, yeah, May's got a crush on the grocery store clerk, on the little little mini-mart clerk. uh, Mini-mart! Oh, my God, that blows up. Crazy. Uh, They, uh... (laughs) Right in front of the bully, Tyler, too, which is just, yeah. So that sends her into a fucking fever dream of red pandas, and she wakes up, and she is fucking transformed into a red panda. Um, 
uh, turns out she can kind of sort of control it. Not really at first. Like, she transforms in and out depending on her emotional state, which is everywhere because she just got thoroughly embarrassed and humiliated and also brain chemicals and imbalances and shit like that. So, yeah, uh, <coughs> kind of all over the place at first. Um, this is all, it turns out, a curse slash blessing slash gift from her And it only happens ancestor. to the women. Yeah. Yeah. Because which, it was the matriarch of the family that took it. Which, which, by the way, does just specify more that this is an allegory for puberty. Like, the fact that it only affects women. I, I, everyone goes through puberty, No, no, just, Everyone has Well, specifically, some people don't, some people don't like this movie because they were like, they mentioned menstruation once. And it was... Once. It was blink and you miss it. Okay. And it was factually accurate. Yep. So fuck off. Which, by the way... Not I'm, telling you to fuck off. Uh, I'm telling any, anyone who's probably not listening to this show. Which, which, by the way, when that happened, Patron goes, Do you know what that means? I go, I am a winner. Yeah. I am a man, but I am... Raise, raise your hand if you are a man if you and you have had to buy um, fem- feminine hygiene products for a significant other or family member. Yeah, both of our hands are very highly raised. I imagine a lot of our listeners' hands are raised. Mine are still raised. You can put them down. You can put them down. At ease. (laughs) I imagine a lot of our listeners' hands are raised as well. Um, And that that means, hey, congratulations. You're a good accommodating partner. I need to get the notebook. I forgot my notebook. Get get the notebook. Uh, I'm going to keep trying to pad Pad for time time. by explaining the plot of a movie that hopefully you'll already watch. You're Why just would they like, listen to the show if they haven't watched it? I know. I've been asking that for a while. Why would you listen to this show, which, like, you know by now is heavy spoilers, uh, if, if you haven't watched it yet? So, after getting thoroughly embarrassed and uh, uh, going full panda, um, uh, something about the parents, and then, yeah, it's, the thing is inconvenient and dangerous to the modern age, so it's now it's just sealed in a talisman. I called it from the very beginning when the mom was talking to her about her to the mom's talisman, mm-hmm. that was obvious foreshadowing to me of like, okay, she's going to have to, we're going to have a panda fight. She's going to have to uh, bust her her pennant and we're going to see the mom's panda and how bad it is. And I, I was right. Just saying, um, they, they talk about in, uh, about a month, they're going to have another red moon where they can perform the ceremony that traps her, Panda spirit and I called it talisman. I called it that the red moon was going to happen on the concert. I was like, "Yeah, red ho- red moon's going to." That worked out perfectly. Now I think this is a perfect segue uh, into how great Four Town is. Oh, by the way, I'm putting how in, absolutely I'm, terrible Four Town is, but like the... terrible on purpose because the music, not the songs, but the music, the score of this movie was written by Lud- Ludwig Johansson. Hey, that's the guy you like. Do you know what he's done? I know uh, I've talked to you about him. No, I Come on, know, you got this. I just know you like him. Black Panther. That, yeah, and then the the, the Boba Fett and then the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, there you go. He's, okay. he's also produced for a lot of uh, Childish Gambino's oh, albums. By the way, look, I just want to let great. you know, uh, the Red Panda is getting a thrift book sticker. Aw, is that special? That's cute. For for those of you that don't know, the Admiral has a, a little book of um, thrift book barcode stickers that he's peeled off over the years. Uh, and he puts that as like the label number for the episode. It's really cool. Um, and then Red Banda. Red, no. red Banda or Red Panda? Turning Red. There you go. 
Um, the songs in the movie, Four Town specifically, do you know who those are written by? Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas. That's why, that's why I don't like Yeah. Them. That's why I don't like them. Oh, I disagree. Look, They're written look, by two people look. who were raised and were part of the fandom of, vo- of boy bands, but are also aware of all the things that make them terrible. I just don't like, I don't like Billie Eilish. Uh, a person. A I disagree, but we're not going to have that argument on this. The show. only thing That's I know okay. about Billie Eilish is the Hot Ones episode that she did, and I was like, okay. I've listened to most of her music, including her most recent album. It is full of pain and a uh, surprising amount of maturity for someone her, someone her age. She's literally only eighteen. I I am aware. Yeah, she, I just personally I don't her, like her. Yeah. Um. Agree to disagree, but these are two people who knew what makes boy bands appealing, but also knows what makes them obnoxious and kind of unbearable. And Four Town is all of those things perfectly. Okay. All the double negatives, all the uh, platitudes that are completely impossible promises. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally what makes boy bands boy bands is... I, I ain't never found nobody like you. <laughs> I will always be with you till the end of time, and I will literally never, ever, ever stop loving you, even when our souls are... No, those are impossible promises. You can't know that that's going to happen. Like, just stop, Bieber. But... <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> is it too late now to say sorry? Yes, it is. Fuck you, Justin. Oh, I thought, anyway. you, I thought you meant the fact that he fell down that... Uh, that- that ho- that hole on stage and John Oliver came <laughs> and I was like, "That's." that's- it was a fantastic John Oliver bit. I loved that. <laughs> Show uh, it one more time. Show it one more time. Uh, so yeah, we we find out things about Four Town. We find out things about uh the the Red Panda and its mythology and not mythology, its history within the family and that kind of blood curse slash gift slash blessing. Um. Uh, Ming allows Mei to resume normal life at school, but says no concerts. Uh, but they use the panda to get a whole bunch of money at their school uh, under the guise of a uh, after-school mathletes program. Uh, which, look, honestly, in terms of things, it, on the scale of things that your kid can be doing while they're lying to you about an extracurricular club, exploiting a genetic mutation for profit, not the worst thing. Just just saying, there are much worse things, okay? They're not going to show those things in a Disney movie. I'm just saying, hey, like, before you hey, get mad at your Pixar. kid... It's a Pixar movie. Disney Pixar. It was it, released on Disney+. Plus. What do you want? It's still a Pixar movie. It is a Pixar I movie. I just want to make sure... Right. And Pixar. these are Pixar animators. You're absolutely I'm right. I'm actually just right now. That's fair. Even though I'm not entirely incorrect, because it is Disney slash Pixar. Technically... It is... You're right. It was. It's Pixar writers, Pixar animators. You're right. What... So I'm posting the photos for Encino Man, so I definitely know when this is going to drop the listeners. But uh, I typed up pot, uh, hashtag podcast, hashtag review, and it goes, do you want to do Mac and Me? I was like, no, we've already reviewed Mac and Me. I don't want to do it again. I no, don't. I'm good. I'm good, thanks. I don't ever want to watch that movie again, thank you. I can't wait till you come and visit. Uh, and I'm going to be like... If you put on Mac and no, Me, I'm leaving. You're going to be dead asleep, right? And I'm gonna, no. And I'll put on Mac and Me, and I'm going to watch it with the dog. And you're going to wake up and be like, sup, bud? <laughs> sup? 
I hate you <laughs> so much. Or Encino Man. Which one would you rather? Encino Man or Mac and Me? Honestly, Encino Man by a little bit. <laughs> Honestly, between the two, Encino Man by this much. <laughs> by that much. Not yeah, not much at all. Um, Sorry, that's I, a whole other thing doing, for another review. I hate doing the Polly Shore thing. I I don't know why I hate Polly Shore's voice so much. But Brennan Fraser shaved. Words are shaved. Hard. Uh, George the Jungle saved that movie. Uh, what about Sean Astin? I mean, he was he was okay. Uh, he was more obnoxious than okay. Look, he's better as Samwise than just leave it there. And Mikey. We're not talking about all of those things today. Uh, I mean, yes, Goonies forever. Obviously, Goonies. You, apparently, if you go back and listen, you don't you haven't seen Goonies in a while. So I haven't seen Goonies in a while. You're and right. It's an anniversary year, so possibly I, that could I'm I'm ready. Let's. I'm I'm so ready to watch Goonies again. Okay. Let's go. Uh, this is two weeks in a row now that we've teased Goonies coming up in a show. That means if it's mentioned a third time, we, we got to review it. We we already have to. Tell us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com or cinemagems underscore pod. Uh, if we should do Goonies, if if you say no, you're getting blocked. Oh, I'll, no, Just, no, no, no! You're not getting blocked. No, any feedback is good. Any press is good press. Right. I was just expecting your whim, sir. <laughs> any anyone caught dawdling will be shot on sight. What? <laughs> oh, I don't oh. know why we had that weird role reversal. You're usually Sam the Eagle, yeah. but in that moment, I was just Sam the Eagle harsh Hi for ho. no reason. We should block them. That's not what I said, Mr. Arrow. <laughs> Hi ho. Hi <laughs> ho. See, now I want to go back and watch the Green Muppet Caper. I'm I'm not opposed, but stay on target. <laughs> Those two are dead. You know that, right? And they died in the same year. Stop that. No, Diana Rigg and uh, Charles Grodin died in the same oh. year. Wait, yeah, they died in the same year, but their final movies were released separately. Yeah, That's why so, I love that movie so much. Sorry, go on, go on. Stay, go, on. Go, 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 keep going. Go. I'm, I'm waiting for you to help to, to Where we put at? input in the Where movie. Where are we at? Okay, so this part, when they're doing the mathletes thing, to me, it kind of dragged. It kind of dragged. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I liked it because I enjoyed the animation. I love the animation style of this move, uh, this movie, and its constant movement mechanics and how everything works. One hundred percent agree with you. Just take five minutes out. Five minutes. I'm not asking for a lot. Just five minutes. I don't know. I think everything in this scene flowed really okay. well, but I can I can see how. I'm not going to call this part of the movie boring because it no, wasn't. I'm boring not saying thing, it's boring, but I'm just saying it dragged. That's it. Okay. That's all. I'm not saying it's boring. I it love also, animation stuff. It also doesn't help that you don't really you you you're not a huge Billie Eilish fan or a Phineas fan. Huh. So this music doesn't necessarily appeal, appeal to you. And I can see how certain parts of the movie that are very four town heavy huh. in its music uh, might feel like a little bit like all right, come on, like getting through rush hour traffic of just like. Oh, I thought you said getting through rush. I'm like, don't you say anything bad about I rush. I wasn't gonna say anything about bad about <laughs> rush. Thought you. Could. I, I don't have a death wish, not yet. Thank you very much. Now we roll first again. You were Kermit and I was Sam the Eagle. <sighs> Anyone caught dawdling will be shot on sight. Yes, we already reviewed it. We can acknowledge its existence, listener. You can't, you can't reference it. Let's not get sloppy just because we're singing. Oh, oh. I'm so glad we watched Cutthroat Island and reviewed it before we did Muffet <laughs>
You don't know how much that means to me. And then I went over rewatch. When, I was like, holy when shit. When I finally put together that, like, one of my favorite jokes from the movie, the big fat ugly butt face baby eating O'Brien, which was already, without the additional context, one of my favorite bits in the whole movie. And then for the light bulb to go off, that that's supposed to be a Gina, Dana, Gina Davis spoof. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I my mean, brain I'm, the one, I'm the one that pointed want, it out, right? I want you to imagine the uh, the meme of the dude's brain exploding in slow motion, like from the adult show, the Adult Swim show. Uh, but oh. but I'm the one that referenced. I'm the one that pointed. Yes, it you out. are. Okay. You are the one that pointed it out, and it just destroyed my brain. Um, my God. Okay, so uh, by this point, they're doing the fundraising. Tyler basically like blackmail slash extorts Maymay into, hey, come. Uh, be the panda at my party or I'm going to show your mom all the panda merch you've been peddling by using your panda form um, in a way that your parents are definitely not going to be okay with. Uh, and I lost my place. Oh, um, and then they go to the party. They go to the party and it's a bit of a mess because uh, they have the thing that night. Or no, they don't have the thing that night. She's just like, no, I don't want to be a panda. She's like, well, also her mom's like, no, it's a, her family comes into town. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the grandmas and the aunts. Which, yeah. by the way, we get to see uh, her grandmother, and we all have that grandmother. <laughs> we all have that grandmother that is upset with the mom, but loves the grandchild. <sighs> Sorry, is that just me? I I I think that might just be you and a few other people. I'm lucky enough that I didn't have a grandmother like that because. I didn't know my mom's mom for very long before she passed away. I was going to say, I didn't know her that much either, but I knew that that was, that is actually my mom's mother-in-law. Ah, gotcha. My mom's grandmother, my, 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 my mom's grandmother, my grandmother is a totally different thing. Mm. It's more of like love, but what's fine. It's fine. That's anyway, therapy. Like, it's okay. It, so much of this movie is just the therapeutic realization of like, oh, we as millennials are just waiting for an apology from our parents. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. But <laughs> okay, that's okay, I guess I'll let that shit go. Um, that That's not really the takeaway from the movie, though. That's <laughs> not really the end of the movie. There is more of a, 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 a resolution than that by the end of the movie. But yeah, she goes to the party. It's a bit of a mess. She kind of hulks out on uh on Devin a little bit or not Devin the uh oh what's his fucking um what's the bully's name Tyler freaks out on Tyler scratches him up a little bit um and she go for it do me yeah. a favor, though. Next time, do the Instagram post after the show so you can help me out, please. What are you talking about? I'm talking about I'm having a hard time. Pit- Never mind. We no, can do what part are you at? I'm fine. I literally, You were fine. And then whenever you needed help, I stopped and I helped you. All good. All good. Okay. Um, After the party, the whole big fight oh, okay. with her mom. So, so the thing with her mom is, look, I love that I have this type of memory that if you tell me a scene from a movie, I literally know exactly what happened. So she goes... She freaks out. She attacks Tyler. Her mother finds out where she is. And she apologizes. And the parents are just like, get the fuck out of here. In the most polite Canadian yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so then she goes. And they realize that the um, concert is 
a week and a half, or a week, a week after the night of the ritual, the yeah. night of the red moon. And I love that uh, she's like, Abby, I thought you knew. Nope. <laughs> and so turns out someone's just bad at reading a calendar. I guess that happened. Look, dyslexic moments happen. <coughs> it's okay. And also, we get one of my favorite characters is uh, is it Mister Gao? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, the old man, the who uncle who is played. By what if you need a, uh, I'm not I'm gonna use stereotypical very lightly. Sure. A old Asian stereotypical actor. This is the guy you go for. Am, am I crazy in thinking this was Uncle from Jackie Chan Adventures? I'm pretty sure. This Slash is... uh, uh, Pose adopted dad. Oh, one thousand percent Pose adopted. The goose. Yeah. yeah. That's him. Okay, okay. That's him. Cool. That, I, I, as soon as I heard his voice, I knew exactly. For all those other listeners, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Balls of Fury. Yeah. Like. Oh my God. List- I genuinely <laughs> didn't know there was anyone else that had ever watched that movie. <laughs> I can't believe you just James, referenced the James fucking Hong. table tennis movie. You wonder what the best part is? Patron only knows one scene for that movie. The part is dead. Look, it's been. I literally haven't seen it since. Uh, oh, R.I.P.D. Band camp in high school. Oh God. God! Oh, it is so absurd. It's ridiculous. It's so absurd how bad that movie it's is. It's stupid and ridiculous, but also kind of a weirdly good time. In the same way that Encino Man kind of is actually. Oh, and also he's in Star Wars Visions. Oh, yeah, as the he elder totally is. But uh, no, he's yeah. James Hong, that old man. He's great. James Hong is his name. James Hong, you're awesome. Oh my god, I love you whenever. I love that he's remembered for IRPD, even though that movie sucks. <laughs> it's possible he was just the best part of that bad movie. Yeah. Uh, Granddad Daycare. God, they made a third one? Or is that a fourth one? Oh, no, that's not a fourth one. Don't tell me that's... Oh my god. That's the fourth one. Why is there... F- Danny I, Trejo's I need, in this movie? We, we need context. Okay, so Me, myself and the listeners so, who can't see your laptop right now. So Daddy Daycare. So Daddy Daycare was the original one with Eddie Murphy. Yep. Then they made a sequel, and then they made another sequel, and possibly this is the th- the third or fourth one. And Danny Trejo's in it, and and James Hong is in it. Oh my God, I can't. Nope, nope. Exiting out of that. Do not need to know about that. Go ahead, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. But all I gotta say is, for all of your questions about what the fuck all that was, email us at cinemagems15 at gmail.com. I will gladly answer anything <laughs> you need to know about this. I'll gladly answer. But yeah, he's Mr. Ping and so, Kung Fu Panda. Do do we want to just skip to the night of the ceremony? Where, oh, like, yeah. Before well, the ceremony. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep right going, before the ceremony, one of my favorite scenes in the movie, one of the emotional cruxes of the movie, is this scene where... Uh, Meme's dad mm-hmm. sits down with her. He finds the camcorder with uh, their their uh, classroom jamming video on it, where she's being the panda and she's being cool with their friends. What you got? Also, um, Dai Long Wong is uh, James Hong in Jackie Chan Adventures. Yes, he's okay. not the grandfather. Okay, my bad. Because right, that's not him, right? Dai Long Wong. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, because there's only in 18 episodes. I'm assuming he's the villain. 
Like the the one after. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's the villain of like season two or three. Yep. Which, yeah, by the way, I know who you're talking about. Totally love that show. Oh, I loved that show growing up. Holy crap! We should review it. I'm okay with that if you can find a way for me to rewatch. Uh, is it, it on Disney Plus? Doesn't I Disney have own to that? Look that up. No, go go. Yeah. I'll look it up. I'm already here. You, go. You keep look going. it up. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna talk about how the scene where the dad is talking to her about the video is just like. No, don't be mad. Like, look, you can you can erase this if you want, but I love this because seeing you happy like this is amazing. Like, seeing you actually free of anxieties and free of worries is amazing. And, like, whatever we got to do to help you be that, be, be you comfortably, we want to do. And then finding out that he was the reason that Meme's mom and grandmother had a falling out. Yep. It was literally the mom didn't like, or the grandmother didn't like the, the boy that she brought home. And she was like, fuck you, I'm going to turn into a fucking kaiju panda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, uh, I turn to Patron and I go, hey, it's your sister and me. Oh, no. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, God. Oh, God. By the way, Jackie Chan Adventures is on Crackle TV. I think that's free, like with ads. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know who else that's is in terrible. it that I didn't realize? John DiMaggio yep. is in that. And also Adam Baldwin. Uh, so is... Um, Julian give Sands. Me a second. Give me a second. Uh, Clancy Brown. Michael Rosebaum. Clancy Brown. Yep. Uh, but yeah. No. I'm pretty sure Clancy, Bla- Clancy Brown is the director of the Secret Agency. I think so, yeah. And then you got Julian Sands as Valmont, which... Whew, I oh god I love that show I'd love to go back and rewatch it especially the second or third season when like they're uh, when they double down on the stuff yeah yeah it it gets like the even first better. season was great season two was really season good. one where they're just hunting down the talismans yeah. is fine season three where they're hunting down the animals that have the talismans absorbed into them yeah. that's fine and then the masks. The masks, and then what's the season where, like, they're actually trying to hunt down the pantheon of gods in the spirit world? Isn't that the last... That might be the last season. Isn't that the half... I think that's the last... Look, if y'all want us to rewatch and review Jackie Chan Adventures... Because it's 95 episodes. Please don't read into how weird it is that we brought up Jackie Chan Adventures completely independently in the middle of a turning red review. Is it because of James James Hong? Oh, you're right. Okay, that's Jeez. the link. That oh, is. holy shit! They got five seasons. Holy shit! They got five seasons of this shit. Let us know at cinemagems15 at gmail.com oh What God. weird animated kid shows you want us to look back on? Oh, we totally God. will. But anyway, oh. for now. No, but season by season, season by season. We can do season by season. I'm okay with that. Okay, I gotta get. I gotta get the Mdebo rabbit hole is. Like I need to go back. I need to go back. This this will be a, an easy thing to pad a few episodes with. All right, turning right. Okay, you cool. and Patron right. move the video store. Yep. No, it's, it's the video gone. store coming to you sometime soon. Um, it's still mobile, people. Still mobile, but coming to your town soon. Um, not oh, like look we're doing who just like look who just <laughs> like the Instagram post of Encino Man. Is he your friend? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's one of my... One of me, I'll tell you about him after the show. Okay. Uh, Mr. Phenomenal. Oh! I thought it was uh, your adopted brother. No. No, no, no. That's Mr. Phenomenal. That's someone completely different. 
I yes, that's a good picture of Gonzo. We have a movie to review, Admiral. Okay. We're almost there. So, we're so close. We're at the event. Okay. Or no, we're not quite at the <coughs> event. We're at the ritual. So the ritual happens, and Mamie decides she does not want. She wants to hold on to the red pand. She wants to hold on to. Yeah, she wants to embrace the change. So she decides to. She loves how she feels around her friends. Yeah. She loves feeling excited and exhilarated by everything in the world. Um, did you also mention that uh, her mom and her mom basically told her friends to fuck off? Yeah, no, literally. Yeah, her her mom was a full on not just helicopter mom, but full <coughs> putting a wall momzilla. between literal yeah, momzilla, momzilla, literal momzilla. Um, which again, one of the things that a makes this movie relatable to so many millennials, and b uh, makes it. So hard to watch and hard to accept for people who might, without realizing it, actually be doing some of those harmful habits. But we're not here to pick on you. We're, we're here to help you acknowledge and help we you like, heal your family. We do. You know what I mean? We know. We know how it is. We do. We, we know because like the hardest part of acknowledging, uh, the hardest part of fixing something is acknowledging there is a problem. I thought you told me something different. The hardest part of waking up is, is family in your lap. No, is family resenting you in your cup? Sorry, that's where my jingle went. That's where my brain went. But so she goes. <laughs> no, you truly love me. It's okay. uh, so. Yep, I've been doing the show. So yeah. So we. So she go. She leaves. The ritual. Yeah, she then, nopes out and she starts, goes back to the uh, to the concert. And that's and when we see the mom no, take no, off the talisman. No, 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 no. She gets a realization with her friends that, look, my mom's wrong. My mom doesn't control my life. I want to embrace the red panda. I chose y'all yeah. over her. Yep. And it was just a nice comforting moment. It's a nice moment. moment. And also the fact that she parachutes down as the red panda. I appreciate this movie that the... The um the trope misunderstanding between the protagonist and their friends, which we've seen in a bajillion rom-coms and bad comedies and dramas, is very, very short in this movie. They literally, and her friends are like, like that. we got you, we know. That this is the most realistic de- uh, depiction of that <coughs> particular trope. Because while misunderstandings do happen in real life, most of the time, good friends find a way to communicate that shit out. Yep. Communicate like good friends will find a way, even if they disagree with something in the moment. Like they'll come back the next day and be like, "Hey, dude, I'm sorry, I was a dick. Hey, dude, I'm sorry, I was a dick too. We're cool. We're cool. That's Talk. why we work so well together. Exactly. Why we work so well? <laughs> oh wait, was that not a no? That, that oh it's, okay. It's us. It's also a few other people I know too. Which hey, love y'all. Um, the concert. So. The, she plummets down, parachutes down as the red panda, which no one sees, which, okay, cool. See, yeah, no, I was thinking that too. How did no and one then, see that? And then we get her mother turning into a red panda. And all I gotta say is, I was like, I legit was like, yes! I called it. Yes! I totally, I 100% called it, and it was great. I didn't expect it to be a full fucking size of a skyscraper. And you wanna know the best part is? What you got? I went full Ken Watanabe moment. <sighs> Let, Let them fight. The fight. I love it. I oh my god, oh my god! I love it. The way her fur was, it looked like 
It literally looked like Godzilla. It was great. It was absolutely It was perfect. Phenomenal. It was wonderful. It was amazing. I loved it. And to me, look, I'm the way they play with lighting in this movie yeah. is so the way she's in darkness, clever. and then she walks oh forward. Oh my god! And then you see it, and he's like, "May may." Uh, which, by the way, uh, so I know this is uh, this is Mandarin, and it's a Chinese-based cultural movie. But yes. we did talk about anime earlier. Yeah. So I feel like to me, this is. A, the anime influences are very much prevalent in China as yeah. well. No, I know, but I feel like this is the, to to this to this exact reference to me is a love letter to Japanese. The, yeah, uh, to to the Japanese. Sure. Because we get a big giant kaiju fight, and we didn't even know it was going to happen. Oh yeah, it's and fucking I'll, great. So she knocks out her mom, and then I love how the dad's like, "I'm on it." It's uh, already with running the, around. With the chalk drawer. It's <laughs> so great. Drawing the circle, drawing the ritual circle with the big chalk trough thing. But Patro just looks at me, she goes, That would be you. The you'd old be man like, running up the stairs. You'd be like, Done. And then we get to my favorite musical moment of this entire movie. Which where one's this one? the mom is on the ground after she's hit, and uh, the grandmas and the aunts. Go full panda mode and are pulling the mom with May May. And you're just like, oh my god, they all look so good. The patterns on their furs are so fucking cool. And they start chanting. And then you hear the... And you hear the fucking band start that triad up. And it's like, oh shit, it's on. Let's go. Yep, sure. Okay, cool. That's my absolute favorite musical moment of this movie is the remix. Is the the way they incorporate that Mandarin chant into the boy band song. Because they said earlier in the movie, like, oh, you don't actually have to do the old school chants. You can just sing from your heart. I like to sing Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett. Like, <laughs> you don't have to be singing chant. You can just be singing from the heart. And like... Does this, it sound like Tony Bennett to me? This... The point is, it doesn't have to be anything in particular. I was referencing a Muppet movie. You do not. That, that was, that was meant for me. I'm sorry. Meant for me specifically. That went way over Anybody my head. Anybody who's sorry. a fan of Muppets Take Manhattan, you know exactly what I was referencing. It's fine. Go ahead. That, that went just a little bit out of my reach. That didn't sorry. even graze your hair, boy. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I forgot to mention something very important for this musical sequence when they get to the concert. May May gets to the concert. Tyler's totally a Four Town fan. Oh. The kid that has been bullying them this whole time for being Four Town fans is also a massive Four Town fan. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <clears throat> it's great. Because as, as fans of different fandoms and genres, we have had those moments with all kinds of different people where like we feel like we're getting picked on and harassed by someone for being part of a fandom and you find out oh they play D&D too oh you like the Muppets even more than I do why the fuck aren't we talking about this why are you giving me shit for it or the best part is it comes from insecurity it made me think of um have you ever seen the movie Fanboys yes it made the part where he's like wait wait you're not coming here to pick on me it's the wars bro I love the wars and I was like yes Yes! Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, ants break their talismans, we have an awesome mashup, and they get to the astral plane. And then they basically have a thing that they all go back, except Mei Mei, because Mei Mei chooses, and talks to her ancestor. Some, they have some very emotional moments. 
uh, between the younger version of Mei Mei's mom, mm-hmm. where they're not talking as mother and daughter anymore. They're talking as two teenagers that are confused as hell and trying to figure this shit out together. They get on each other's level. And also, <clears throat> as they go toward the central part of the forest, she her mother begins to age. and yeah. Uh-huh. Goes through natural progression and everything. And the, the ants are just super proud of them both. And the, the grandmother has a moment with the mom. And it's beautiful. And like you said, they step through the portal. And the one line in this movie that kills me. Every time I watch it, like this is when the waterworks start for me uncontrollably. Uh, is the mom is on the other side of the portal and she's talking to Mei Mei and she tells her, I'm so sorry that you are so hard on yourself all the time. And if I taught you that, I'm sorry. That hit me like a fucking train. <coughs> I mean, I've never had that conversation with uh my mother but it would be nice to have uh, from very, birth giver oh yeah, it'd be nice I'm, to have. I'm very fortunate that i've had some conversations somewhere along the lines of this not quite on the nose but somewhere along the lines of this very cathartic very uh therapeutic just talking in a very healthy way i've had some of those moments with uh bud maestro senior and mama maestro fortunately mama maestro and, um, yeah, uh, wow, that, that hit me like a brick wall. And, and then she goes and talks to her ancestor. She hangs out with the ancestors for a bit. Doesn't really talk to her. Just, well, we, we see the nose boops, yep. which is like, if you know cats, that's a whole conversation. They're having a whole conversation just by one little nose tap. The Honorable Tesla cat, uh, booped a kitty cat oh. a couple weeks ago. Oh, he, he straight and went, boop, he, he talked and then to the left. Kitty cat. And then just like, boop, okay, cool, I'm out. It was, it was just a, hi, okay, bye. Yep. And then the Fantastic Mr. Frito's like, I want to play with it! No. Nope. No Fantastic Miss Frito. Not playing. Um, and then... Yep. They come out of the portal. And then we get to see one of the scenes that I like so much is because... It's me. It's That's me. It. I it's think it was me, me too. It was, <coughs> it was literally both our phones at the same time. Okay. Um, basically, we get to see that the... Uh, their their life goes back to normal, but with a different point of view. She comes and helps out when she can, but she also spends time with her friends. Mm-hmm. And we all get to see that the that the aunts and moms and grandmother had to use the talismans that they had to use separately. So they have the Tomagachi, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, great that it's set in two thousand two because yes, some people still had their Tamagotchis. Oh, I know a few people that still have their Tamagotchis. It's great. And then, uh, I love that the grandmother has four and she hates it because it's bad luck. Apparently four <laughs> is an unlucky number. I didn't know that. In the but... in the uh, Chinese culture, I think. Ah. Uh, I, I didn't know that. Sorry. I mean, I didn't yeah. know either until this movie. <laughs> you you can't be... You you cannot be... Um, we're, we're all about growth and learning, yeah, right? You can't be like, oh, I'm sorry, because you didn't know something. Like yeah. in in the America, uh, I, I appreciate culture. this music. I appreciate this movie for educating me on a bunch of things that I otherwise would not have known. In the American I've, culture, thirteen's un- unlucky. So. Yeah, that that's one of the things I love about this movie. It was very educational for me in a lot of ways. It gave me a a, a fresh perspective on life that I didn't have. And that's one of the things I love about movies and TV shows in general. Like, yeah, there are definitely those comfort shows that like 
kind of validate my worldview and it's it's comfort but some of my most of my favorite shows and movies are completely different points of view and philosophical views and <coughs> like it's just learning through other points of view and that's what's so beautiful about this movie and that's really the movie that that's pretty much it they yeah. they, they have to build skies uh, build funds to fix the sky dome but uh yeah that's that's pretty much it god what a beautiful movie I enjoy this movie a lot. Um, it's not my favorite Pixar movie, but it's more toward the top than the middle. I, I don't know if it's my favorite Pixar movie either, but that that's not saying much because like it's still a, like a nine point eight out of ten. Like like the rest, the, there are Pixar movies that are ten out of ten, ten out of ten, ten out of ten. I know which one you like. I, I know which one you like. Wait, which one? Because there's a few. A bug is on. I do love a bug's life. You're right. That being said, I think this I think this beats out a bug's life. Honestly, I mm, it's at least on the same. I was about to say <laughs> rewatch a bug's life. Whenever anybody says when it's it, Seven Samurai it's with exact, Randy Newman music, exactly. it's great. Which I preferably don't really like Randy Newman music, but that's a whole different <sighs> thing. That's a whole different thing. It's a whole. Well, it's if, a bug. If Play someone bug. if someone else sang his music, I would love it. You got a friend in me. I'm sorry. I just... If someone else sang his music, he would be perfect. His music is beautiful. I just don't like him singing it. Sorry. Sorry. And that's Welcome not, to Cinnabajamans, where the Admiral shits on everything and I, I love. And that's not a slight <laughs> on his work. That's not a slight on his voice. Oh, I love wow. his work. I think it's amazing. But, I just personally feel like... Remember when he when somebody sang the song? I think it was one of his songs. It was uh, it was one of his songs. I think it was in Toy Story two when the penguin sang. Yes, that was like Robert Goulet. That that was beautiful. They hired Robert Goulet that to sing. Beautiful. You got a friend in me. That was be- that was beautiful. The music was amazing. It was amazing. I just look 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 look. I don't hate Randy Newman. He's not my first choice. So here on Cinema Gems, we have a rating system. <laughs> God, Randy Newman's going to hate me now. <laughs> Whole Gem, amazing movie. Loved it. Half Gem, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, no Gem, don't bother. Admiral, where do you stand on this movie? <coughs> Half on Turning gem. Red. Half Gem. Uh, okay. A scuffed up amulet Half Gem. I'm going to have to politely disagree. This is a whole gem for me every time I watched it. Art is subjective. And I gave it multiple watchings because I thought that maybe on the second or third watch I wouldn't be as impacted as I was the first time. And I was wrong. Yeah. And when everybody says that um, I like... The, like, whenever I try to pick my favorite movie, I have to rewatch them to see how I am at the age of my life that I like. Oh, totally fair. Because totally fair. Brazil still is my favorite movie. And mm-hmm. I know you've probably never seen Brazil. It's been a while, there but I remember really liking it. That I've actually ever seen it. Yeah. Then so, I remember it being fucking weird, but I oh. think now I'm at a point in my life where I'm ready for weird more than I was like five or ten years ago. Uh, so that's why I like to watch my favorite movies differently at my life, because now I've gained more knowledge, now I understand things. Right. It's a different viewpoint. Yeah. So look, maybe if I watch Turning Red in a couple of weeks, it's completely different viewpoint. Okay. 
Completely different viewpoint. Totally fair. And that's totally fair. That's totally valid. But Art is subjective. Hey, let us know what you thought about Turning Red and what you thought about our thoughts on Turning Red at, at Cinema Gems 15. That's 15 Cinema Gems 15 at Gmail. I love how you saw that I was setting you up for an alley oop there. Good, good catch. I got it. Um, it was like, lay up. Is that I, how the... I, I set you up with, with uh, the underhand and you knocked it out of the park. That was phenomenal. Oh, or. You can or, also. Or. You lollied it to me, and I smashed it in the net. No, okay, anyway, I don't even know what sport that's supposed to be. Hockey! Lollied? Is Hockey. that a thing? What? It made sense to me. Someone, someone that is from a place in the world where there's ice for more than a minute per year... Cause you know I, what? Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll just go to the Tampa Bay Lightning game. Oh my god. Alright, <laughs> fine. So... You can tell us what you thought about Cinema at, at, at Cinema Gems. I mean, you should be telling us what you think. LorainPictures.com. Yeah. Marty and the Eric and Zerber, thanks for letting us use your website, guys. And also, Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music, like always. And also, guys, all, also, guys, also, also, guys, also, everyone, all I have to say is, life is hard right now. It is tax season. You're stressed. There are some things that are out of your control and you can't deal with. Find someone that you trust. Find someone that you care about. Find someone that you can confide in to tell your problems. You are not alone in this. 100%. Absolutely. Just understand that, hey, life's hard. It happens. Life happens. When people apologize for not being able to hang out and all that, go, hey, life happens. You do not have to apologize for life. Like we were supposed to record earlier today. Life happens. Life happens. It's okay. It's fun. All I gotta say, guys, besides that, go check out your 30 tab on lowrainpictures.com. They're amazing. They're cool. They're way better than what we strive to be at any day possible. And then after you're done checking out the low 30, uh, the year 30 tab, you can come over to the Cinema Gems page and literally just scroll through the list of things we've done. And we have like, 338 be episodes. Be like, oh, I like that movie. Or, oh, I really hate that movie. Let me, let, let's see what two nerds want to rant about this movie for. That's. There you go. That's how you pick an episode oh, of Cinema Gems. I just looked up Beastmaster and oh. get on up. Beastmaster. I remember not hating Beastmaster. Yep. It's an accurate. Uh, it's because I'm. You a, know, there's a second one, right? No. Beastmaster thanks. two. No, no, thanks. I'm good. I I don't know if I can handle. Anyway, look. As always, as 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 we try oh, to say every Instagram week. Oh, Instagram is Instagram is my what I have control of is Cinema Gems Pod. A B C A D H D, and you have the, the Twitter, Twitter, which is access. Cinema Gems underscore Pod, and we try to post the new episodes I on posted. Twitter. I know you posted the Instagram while we were recording this episode. I was trying to keep up with the plop plot. I was fine. I helped out when it thing. needed to. Gonna throw a how? It's my elbow. You. you touched my weenus. Be kind to yourself, so you can be kind to others. We love y'all. Also, guys, wipe your hooves and see you later. But also, remember, black lives always matter. Still do. Always will. Love y'all. Bye.